0: Hello, this is Dennis Thomas from Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. So I wanted to jump right into a topic that is a serious topic titled, Why Do People Die? Just recently, my brother's father-in-law passed away and we were having this conversation. Both him and I are believers in Jesus Christ. We understand the words that are placed in the Bible and the things that are going to help benefit us going forward. But still you have this sad topic that comes up from time to time when people close to you pass away. Recently, I had the same situation happen to me. One of my colleagues that I work with, young guy, age 40, I'm age 37, so both of us young people, he goes to Costa Rica on a vacation with his girlfriend and he actually drowned. And it was very sad to hear this initial news from one of my other colleagues to, that gave me the news. And it was really shocking, and it really lets us understand that there's so many things in this world that we are not necessarily prepared for, so many things that we don't have control over, and one of those things are death. And sometimes it hits you at these inopportune times. And really your brain is trying to, and your mind is trying to wrap around this thought. And a lot of it comes to, what happens if I was in that situation? And you start to have this fear and anxiety that comes into play and comes into mind because you're dealing with something that you know is going to happen, but you have no idea when it's going to occur. And so the reason why I wanted to speak about this today is just to help give us a little bit of clarification and understanding as to why death is even here in this life. Why do we not live on forever? Why do we die? Why do we pass away and go to a different place? And the Bible does a great job of explaining that to us. You know, the Bible has a full, complete story as to why things are the way they are right now in this world. We know that there are problems in this world. Life is great, life is beautiful, we have love, we have friendship, but also life does have some scenarios that come in there that are a little bit sad, a little bit dark, right? But the Bible does a good job of explaining to us how these things came to be. We know that in Genesis, in the beginning, it explains to us that life was perfect. In the Garden of Eden, there was perfection. And then the story turns, right? Adam and Eve come into play and it explains to us how things came to be the way they are right now. But then at the end, we have a Savior. Jesus Christ comes back. He dies on the cross. He rises up to heaven. And he defeats death. And so we have an answer to some of the problems that exist in this world. And what I want to do today is just give you guys a glimpse of what the Bible speaks about on this topic of death. So if we begin here, death came into this world through original sin. And original sin is Adam and Eve eating of that apple. God told them in Genesis... 2.17, the penalty for eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil would be death. So he warned them, he gave them a warning that if you eat of the tree of good, of evil, sorry, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, there would be death. So right now in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 2, we find early on how death actually comes into this world. If they sinned, if they went against the teachings of God, this would be the consequence and the result. Curse of the fall is what we would call this. When Adam ate that apple, Eve ate that apple, this is the curse of the fall where we get old, we get sick, and then we die. And prior to this, there was perfection. There was no death in the Bible early on. When God created the heavens and the earth and He created the sun and the moon and the stars and Adam and Eve, there was no death at all. There was perfection. But Adam and Eve eat of this apple, sin comes into this world, and subsequently death. Romans 5.12 says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all man because all sinned. I want you guys to think about that verse. Romans 5.12 Therefore just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin and so death spread to all men because all sinned. If we break this verse down a little bit therefore just as sin came into the world through one man who was that one man? That one man would be Adam because we know prior to this there was perfection. You have the Garden of Eden. Everything was just right. God creates everything perfect. It's complete. Everything is just right. Then you have the serpent that comes into play very early, which lets us know, guys, that the devil is real. He is a big player in this story. And the devil is real to this day. But the devil, showing up very early in the story, lets us know the role that he plays in this world. Because he came very early in this story and he came to deceive. And as we know with Satan, he is a deceiver. He is a liar. Addiction. When we think about people that are addicted to things, it's basically a lie that's being told to them. That they need to drink more. That they need to do drugs. That they need to do anything that's going to really affect or hurt their mind, their body, their soul, their spirit. Satan comes to destroy, and that's what he tried to do here. So, sin came into the world through one man, which is Adam. And then it says, death came through sin. So we wonder, why do people die? But this is telling us right here, Romans 5.12 Sin came into the world through one man, which is Adam. Death came through that sin that Adam partook of. And then death spread to all man because all sinned. So if we think about this concept here, how sin comes into this world through one man, death came through that sin and is passed on to all of us. That means all of us are sinners. Not because we sin but because we are born of Adam. We are part of that lineage of Adam. So it doesn't matter that you think that you might be an upstanding citizen and you follow all the rules and that you are a nice person. We're all sinners, not because we sin. We're sinners because we're born into sin. And if we think about this for a second, this is the reason why Jesus Christ came to this world through Mary, who was a virgin, because he could not be part of that lineage of Adam, He had to be separate from that. But all of us come into this world the same way. Not through a virgin, right? We come through this world all the same way. Man and woman together. And therefore, we all are part of that lineage of Adam. Therefore, we are all sinners because we all come from that. Adam represented mankind. We all come from that. This is why we are sinners. This is why we need a Savior. Death is the result of sin. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. If we look up the definition of wages, this is payment for damage incurred. So we know that whenever there's sin, sin permeates everything, it affects everything, damage occurs. And we see in this world, things are not getting any better. Things are really getting worse. I love this world. I love the people that I have in my life and the things that I do every day and having these opportunities to speak to to people on a large scale, a large level. But we do understand that things are changing. And if we watch the news, we could see that things are not getting any better. And it's because sin permeates everything. It changes everything. It's a further breakdown of human behavior things will continue to get worse as sin continues to permeate throughout this world. It's like a cancer that spreads. So as we see here, for the wages of sin, so the payment for damage incurred of sin is death. Death has a sting, and it's sin. It's poisonous, it's venomous. The sting of death is sin. It follows us. It reaches all people, rich, poor, young, old. It brings agonies, miseries, hurt, pain, suffering. It goes on and on and on. And we understand this. We know that there's a problem in this world. We know that there needs to be something to fix it. Death is the only real satisfaction for sin. Even Christ died for sin 1 Peter 3.18, it says, For Christ also suffered once for sin. We know that the wages of sin is death. Death is the result of sin. Every time somebody sinned in the Bible, someone had to die. Now if you notice here, in Genesis, when Adam and Eve sinned, an animal died. And typically what we're seeing here is God commanded the nation of Israel to perform sacrifices for sin. So sometimes they would have these yearly atonements where they would have to bring an unblemished animal and that animal would need to be killed because the satisfaction for sin is death. The wages of sin is death. That's the payment that needs to be made For the damage incurred. And we've seen this in the Bible time and time again. The animal had to be spotless. The person offering the sacrifice had to identify with the animal. And when I say identify, that means, for example, the female goat was sin offering for the common person. That's how that common person identified with the sacrifice. Fine flour was used for the very poor. So that's their identification. The young bull for the high priest. Trespass offering was a ram. That was for unintentional sin. They call that trespass offering. So the person offering the sacrifice had to identify with the animal. And the third thing that they had to do was the person offering the animal had to inflict death upon it. So if you were offering that animal as a sacrifice, you had to inflict death upon it. Now, let's fast forward a little bit to what Jesus Christ did on the cross for our sins. It says here in 1 Peter 3.18, For Christ also suffered once for sin. Even He died for sin. Now, we know that Jesus Christ was a man. He walked on this earth just like you and I. That's how He identified with us. That's the first thing. He was sinless. We needed someone that was spotless right that animal that they sacrificed had to be spotless because they were taking the place of the person that sinned so in the old testament people sinned they brought an animal to sacrifice that animal had to be spotless they couldn't be an animal that that was unclean they had to be clean they identify with them so if you were very poor you use fine flour if you are a high priest, you use a young bull. That's how they identified with him. Jesus Christ identifies with us because he came as a man and walked on this earth. He was sinless, so he can atone for our sins. So he was that spotless lamb. They call him the Lamb of God. And he was God. Jesus Christ is God. So he can fully satisfy the wrath of God that our sins incur. And he died, right? That last thing we spoke about was that the animal needed to die. And Jesus Christ dies on the cross for our sins. He takes that penalty for us. So instead of us being a curse, because again, we have the curse of the fall, Jesus Christ takes that curse on himself so that we do not have to be a curse. And then Jesus was a sufficient sacrifice to take care of The problem of sin, because the wages of sin is death. We know that there's problems in this world right now with just sin. We could see it. Broken families, terrorism, murders, rapes, abuse. There's problems with sin for sure. But we also know there's an even bigger problem because you have death. Sin leads to death. We all die. We all die because of Adam, because of his first sin. Because through one man, sin came into the world, death through sin. And so we need somebody that can defeat the sin. We need someone that can defeat death. Jesus Christ dies on the cross for our sins. He raises again on the third day. So he shows that he's able to even defeat death. Those that believe in Jesus Christ take his identity. And we are able to defeat death also. We defeat the problem of sin. And things become complete and perfect. So I want you guys to understand this concept. Why do people die? Adam and Eve eat of the apple. That was that original sin. We have the curse of the fall, which says that we get old, get sick, we die. Through one man, sin came into this world, and death came through sin. But Jesus gives us a way out. Not only does he defeat sin by dying on the cross and becoming that sin for us, so that the sin is no longer on us, I don't have to account for the bad things that I've done yesterday, today, and tomorrow, Jesus Christ will take that on. He takes my place, just like that unblemished, spotless animal took the place of the Israelites in the Old Testament. Jesus is that spotless, unblemished animal animal. He's the Lamb of God. He takes my place. But the only way that He takes my place is if I agree and I believe that He is the Son of God. That He is my Lord and Savior. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever shall believe in Him will have everlasting life. The prerequisite for us to take on that reward, that gift that He's giving us, which is a free gift, is to believe. That's the only thing that one needs to do, is to believe. And so what I'm here today to let you guys know is the Bible explains to us a lot of life's questions, those tough questions that we all wonder about. And what I want for the people that I speak with and the people that I love and the people that I'm friends with And the people listening to this is to understand the power that God has. He was able to defeat death. He was able to defeat sin. Now, none of us have that ability to do that. But in Jesus Christ, we do. And so I think that what we need to do is understand here the power that he offers. And understand that he is the Son of God. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast today. I hope and pray that you guys got a lot of information out of this. I had a great time speaking about this topic, even though it's a very serious topic. These are things that we need to think about. That's why I titled my podcast, Things That Matter, because these are the things that matter.